Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lily Shimbashi has always loved sports-ish. After growing up with a father in professional sports and four brothers who played, the sports world felt like a natural fit for Lily. She had little girl dreams of becoming a sports reporter, the next Erin Andrews, as she liked to say. After graduating college in sports broadcasting, Lily got her first job for an NBA team as a broadcast assistant. It was one night watching James Harden play, wondering which Kardashian he had dated that Lily realized she digested sports very differently than those around her. The sports media that she had grown up in was driven by, catered to, and consumed by males, and she was ready to change that. She dreamed of a world where she could bring sports to women in a way that they actually cared about. In 2021, Lily launched Sports-ish, a sports media platform aimed toward women and their unique, specific interests. Sports-ish makes sports cute, fun, and easy. Lily lives in New York City with her husband, Ashton, and two kids, George and Rosie. And I have to tell you, we had so much fun recording this episode last week. This was before we knew Taylor's boyfriend would win the second Super Bowl in a row. But I promise that even if you're not a Chiefs fan, you will love hearing Lily's take on why women should have a seat at the table when it comes to talking sports, watching sports, and being part of the game. Okay, I have Lily. Am I saying your last name, Shimbashi? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, I have Lily Shimbashi with me today, and I'm so excited. She is the one and only behind the account, the Sports-ish, which every every girl on my team, was. they were so excited that we were doing this interview today because we all are super fans. So Lily, if anyone's not familiar with you yet, can you tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what you do? Definitely. So... My name's Lily. I am a mom of two and I live in New York City. And I founded and currently run the platform Sportsish, which is sports for women by women. So started as just me and now we have a small team with us. We have two employees and then we have some interns who come on for college credit, which is really fun. And fun. the goal of Sportsish is just to bring sports to the female gaze because for my entire life they've been anything but that um they're we're very catered to men uh who watch and love and know everything about every sport I didn't think that was very fair so that's sportsish I love it I love it so much and I found you when I was kind of just starting to really take off in my interest with sports I've always okay. loved Utah football like my whole life my parents okay. you know, raised me taking me to all the games but Last year I was on bed rest for more, more than half my pregnancy, like six months of my, my fifth child pregnancy. And so it was during the fall and I just sat and watched so much football. (laughs) Like that's, you know, my family would get out on Saturday and I'd just be alone. So I just watched football game after football game. And by the end of the season, I was like deeply invested in who I could name all the quarterbacks and the head coaches and, you know. So, and then I found your account and I was like, I love it. Yes. 
So but tell me, tell me why you started the sportsish. Well, I always wanted to be a sports reporter, kind of Aaron Andrews, the next Aaron Andrews. I love sports. I grew up around sports. My dad worked in professional sports. My brothers, I have four brothers and one sister, but my four brothers all played sports. And then in college, um, I met my husband who was on the hockey team for college at BYU. And so I was just, it was surrounded and I very much wanted to be in that world, but I was not athletic. I was not an athlete. Unfortunately, it did not transfer to me. And so I always had this goal. I was going to be a sports reporter. That's my way to stay within the sports world, but you know, it doesn't take much athletic skill. And so (laughs) I, um, I went to BYU for sports broadcasting, sports journalism, And there I was the sports anchor for KBYU, which is like the student-led news station Mm -hmm. and had a great experience there. I very much solidified my goals and my dreams of, you know, being on the sidelines in professional sports. And I graduated, went to work for the Utah Jazz, and I had two really distinct experiences there. And one was, you know, kind of funny and one was not as funny. Um, So we'll start with the bad and end with the good. But I was... And I was an intern. I was a broadcast intern, so to speak. And so my role was to write statistics on post-it notes. So let's say that Donovan Mitchell had just set the record for most points by a rookie in a first quarter, which actually happened. I remember writing that on a post-it note and then hand it to the broadcast team who then read it on the air. And so one night I was working with the graphics guys and we were in the tv truck before the game getting ready to put the show together and the tv truck is really where the magic happens in tv and sports television and so they're creating their graphics for the upcoming game and on the screen was a female sports reporter and she was the only female uh reporter for the jazz Mm -hmm. and i loved her i looked up to her so much i thought she was really always well prepared and she was practicing her questions and kind of just like going through them and, and saying them out loud. And the men in the truck started talking about how dumb her questions were. In fact, the word used was stupid, which I hate that word. I hate that word. Just a gross word. So they were like, Oh, these are stupid questions. Uh, She always has stupid questions. That's kind of that. That was the, the dialogue. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there and I have always seen Kristen, who was the female sports reporter, work really, really hard. And I thought, I don't want to work the rest of my life um, in a profession that's just never going to be good enough to the male sports fans. Like, I'll never be, I'll never know enough. And that was a common theme with me as a sports fan, as a female. You know, if I I said I liked football, it was named 10 football players. Um, if I said I, you know, liked the sport of soccer, it was like, well, do you actually know anything about soccer? (laughs) So, and I think that's the thing with women in sports is they're always the minority, whether it's playing or watching or working in. And that was kind of one of the experiences I had that, you know, I sat back and I said, I just, I don't know if I want to work really hard in a profession that, and I'll never be good enough or know enough for the male sports fan. And I was really kind of like disheartened, wasn't sure what to do. And so I started to kind of dream up a world 
of sports, but it was just girls. It was just women. We were just talking about sports just the way we wanted to. And there was no outside dialogue. But I had this really fun experience where I was courtside one night with the broadcast team and the Rockets were there. Mm -hmm. Rockets had James Harden at the time, who, if you don't know who James Harden is, he's this big, big basketball player who's got this big beard. And he's a commanding presence. You can't miss him. And so I'm staring at him and I say to myself, that guy, that guy, James Harden, he dated a Kardashian. I know he did. I just don't know which one, which one was it? (laughs) And so I'm Googling on my phone. I'm in this Google rabbit hole and the broadcasters and the producers are looking at me and they're like, what are you doing? What's the run? We need the stat. We need the stat. What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just... I was in this Google rabbit hole. Did you know James Harden dated Khloe Kardashian? And did you know he was so mean to her and he called it the worst year of his life? And they're looking at me like, what are you doing? We don't, we don't care. What are you doing? What are you talking about? And I was like, oh, sorry. And this is the run, by the way. I'm so sorry. And I went home that night on my drive to Provo and I said, there's got to be other people like me who care about this side of sports. There has to be the human interest side, where they came from, who they're dating. Like that is so appealing to me. I know there are more people like me. And so when I left this job, I I started to kind of dream of this world in my head that we could talk about that kind of stuff and not be mocked for it. And we could talk about, you know, stats and scores too, but it wasn't the dominating part of the conversation and it was sports and it was ish. And so one night, a few years later, after dreaming up this world, I was feeding my baby and I had just had a baby and I was like really confused on what to do with my life, my career and my degree. And it just came to me. It was like sports ish. It's sports, but it's, it's not just sports. There's, there's this different element to it. It's, yeah. it's the ish too. And so that's the story behind sports ish. Oh, it's so good. I love that there's like female empowerment in there. And then like a little bit of your dream and kind of like this vision that you had. It's so cool. And you've just made it come to life. And I mean, your videos just go viral. People love them. (laughs) So you're, you're doing an absolutely incredible job. And I just love the way that you've made exactly what you said. You've made it so that women can be part of the conversation and they're not being like shushed or silenced. Like, oh, you don't know anything about, and I still get that. Yeah. And I mean, even from like some of my own siblings last year when I was, you know, or I guess it was a little more than a year ago. Cause it wasn't this last fall. It was the fall before, but, okay. um, you know, when they were kind of like teasing me and I was like, I think I've watched more football than you this year. So right. I think I actually can be part of this conversation now. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and it was like, I finally felt like I had a win when, um, I saw, all of my siblings and my brother-in-law was like, so Corinne, who do you think is going to, I was like, oh, finally, someone wants to talk to me. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no better feeling when people ask you like, like a serious question about sports. Oh, you take me seriously. But one thing I also think is that it doesn't matter if you can name 10 players or not, you know, that you can be a sportsman in whatever way that works for you, whether that's just tuning into Chiefs games to see Taylor or like, you know, knowing everything and every game and every player, it doesn't matter. Like there's no rules around being sports fans. Exactly. I love it. Okay. And speaking of, we have to talk about Taylor and Travis Kelsey. So I think we got a show for the video. If you're watching on YouTube, we have to show 
what we're wearing. Cause I, I came on, I was like, Lily, look what I had. I had this like downstairs. I had ordered it and I, I got the Etsy shop from you. Shout out to pay respects because they made the go Taylor's boyfriend. And then on the back, it has 87 and Kelsey on it. Or 80, that, that's his number, right? 87. Yeah, 87. You know it. <laughs> okay. So let's unpack this. People are saying that it's a PR stunt. Yes are or no? Still saying that? People Is are that- still saying that. Yes. Oh man, I I like understood the argument maybe for the first few weeks. Um, Taylor Swift doesn't need any boost in her career. We know this, but all you have to do now is look at the way Travis talks about her and look at his face when he talks about her and to know that this man loves this woman and there's, there's nothing fake about it. He's so real. He's so genuine. And he, and I think also her um, time of the year article, she, you know, she talked about how proud she was of Travis Taylor Swift doesn't do anything inauthentic. That girl is authentic and real and like to the point where sometimes too real like it's she shares so much yeah so yeah zero PR stunt about this I agree I agree and I especially I mean I think it's so funny how like upset the men got a lot of men in those pranks where it was like oh did you know that Taylor Swift (laughs) put Travis Kelsey on the map and I mean she's the most powerful woman in the world right now Yes. I think most people would agree with that. So yeah, she does a deep PR. And then for all the men who got really upset when we said that Taylor put Travis on the map, like he obviously didn't need any help either. And in fact, last year before I was, you know, invested in their relationship, I totally got invested in the Kelsey brothers because it was like epic that they played each other. They didn't play actually like any plays because they're both offense, but still it was like- Head to head. Yeah. Amazing, no, amazing. that they were both in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I love the Kelsey family. And I really loved the Kelsey family way before Taylor Swift. And so it was kind of like a dream come true, to be honest. Yes. Yes. We're all hoping for like the fairy tale ending. At least I am. Yes. Oh, I think everyone is. They're like the prom king and queen of the school. Everyone's like goo goo eyed over them. Yes. Everyone loves them. I have to ask you too about the real of okay. all of this, the half times of the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yes. So yes I got to know, like, what's your personal favorite? Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce yes. was. But the first time, right? With Destiny's Child, not the second yes. time when they yes. acted like she was a backup singer. Yeah, that was so weird to bring I, like, her. really didn't appreciate that. No, when, oh my gosh, when Michelle and Kelly jumped out as a surprise, I got chills. It yes. was inspiring. So Beyonce, she's like the most talented female musician in the world. No, most talented musician in the world. And so she was epic because I feel like watching, I watched all of them back uh, before I did the podcast about them last week. Yeah. And honestly, people don't sound that good live. And especially when they're like trying to dance and they're nervous and Beyonce sounded insane. And then she brought back Destiny's Child for a number. It was amazing. It was so good. It was absolutely epic. Yes, I agree. I mean, I will have this conversation with people and I always, always go back to that one. I'm like, it, nothing will ever beat that. It was just no. so amazing. I, I know, but I am looking forward to Usher. 
yeah, that, that will be really fun too. And I feel like they're so smart with catering to like the right crowd, you know, because if, if they were bringing on whoever is, I don't even know, Lily, I don't know like who's cool right now, other than I guess Taylor Swift, yeah. but like, like the cool, like pop and rap artists right now, I'm so like unfamiliar with now I'm not like almost 40 year old, old person, yeah. uh, but they're totally catering to us. They're catering to the people who like listened to Usher and listened to, you know, who was it a couple years ago? It was like all of those hip hop. Um, yeah. Dr. Dre yeah. and friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was that so was cool. also, I'd say that second place for me, that was really, really cool. And I, that was like a little before my time, but still you have to appreciate Eminem and Dr. Dre and 50 Cent and Mary J. And, and then they also brought in Kendrick Lamar. So like a current artist, they did, that was incredible. They needed a bounce back after performances like Maroon 5. So bad. Or um, who's the other guy that a lot of people, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Like yeah. a lot of people love him, but I was just watching that going, are we supposed to be like going to sleep right now? I know, or what's so boring. I know. There's been a few really boring ones. Like the weekend was kind of boring, but I feel like they, they're making up for it these days. They are. Well, and they really don't need to do anything. They could just skip the halftime show and they'd still have more views than they ever have because of Queen Taylor. So, so we also got to discuss this whole, like people being upset about her being shown for like 10 seconds of a football game. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. I, uh, I went on like a mini rant on my podcast last week talking about this because I understand the fatigue, uh, especially as someone who creates content of her at football games. Like it is a lot there. It is a lot of content and it is eaten up so quickly and it goes so viral and like will dominate your for your page and your feed. So I understand the fatigue of like, maybe I'm not a Taylor Swift fan and I'm being forced to see Taylor Swift against my will. I like, that's fine. The anger thing though is a mystery to me because since 2010, there have been 87 NFL players arrested on domestic charges, domestic assault, domestic abuse charges. And there was Michael Vick had this, you know, dog fighting ring. Tyreek Hill, who's one of the best players in the league right now, he's like the best wide receiver in the league. He has been you know, formerly accused of not just beating up his girlfriend, but breaking his child's arm and, you know, was suspended and then reinstated and now makes millions and is the best player in the league right now. So if we're looking at things to be angry about, there's actually a lot that could take our attention to be angry about. Things that Uh, actually matter. Yeah. Things that are important, things that harm people, things, you know, Deshaun Watson is an active quarterback in the NFL. He's, you know, he's hurt, but he's active and he has had two dozen um, charges of sexual assault against him. So the thing is, is there's a plenty to be mad about when it comes to the NFL. And I think the cumulative time she had been shown on screen was like 120 seconds, which is you know, what, two minutes of your life. Yeah. So, so those two minutes of your life, that that's what you're focusing to be mad on actually feels really wrong and yeah. misogynistic and not cool at all. Yeah. 
Oh, I agree. And I, I, there were a couple of reels that went viral. One of them was from, uh, somebody that I love Los his, his Instagram name is Los Wit, but it's Carlos Whitaker. Did you okay. see his where no. he just was like, dads, like if you're doing this, you're sending a message to your daughters. If you're totally. getting mad about a woman being shown for a second, yeah. it's telling them like, be quiet, sit in the corner. You mm-hmm. And I, I kind of felt like that a lot of the years that's gone by when I've been in the room and sports has been on, it's kind of like, no, no, like this isn't your place. Like, right. you, don't, you know, so I love that everything you're doing is, you know, turning, turning everyone's perspective around. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes like my, uh, a video will go viral and I have a lot of men commenting and I almost feel like saying, actually like, no, this isn't for you. Yeah. There's so much content for you. There's a lot of places for you. This isn't one of them. Yeah. Although I, I have to tell you whenever I get hater comments, I'm always like, thanks for the engagement. <laughs> Doing something it's going right. to make it more viral, you know? Whenever so. they comment on videos of Taylor Swift, I want to be like, stop. It, she's going to pop up. The more you comment, like she's going to come for you more. Yeah. Trust me, that's how this works. If you that's comment, so she's coming to your timeline. So maybe stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. But people don't understand the algorithm. They think it's like out to get them. They, you know, <laughs> yeah. people just overall, one of the most misunderstood things in the world, the algorithm. But totally. anyway, um, okay. I have a couple other like fun little rapid fire questions I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, what's your favorite sports movie of all time? Remember the Titans. Oh, so good. So good. I we have to watch it every fall. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I watch it every year on my birthday. Um, oh, it's it- your birthday. November 17th. So we're in football season during it. Yes. So it's like Fun. perfect. Yeah. But um, I, I loved it so much. It was like, honestly weird. I think my parents were concerned. They were like, why? <laughs> why? I asked to have a remember the Titans themed birthday party. Oh my I- gosh. <laughs> I love it. So weird. My parents were like, why are you like so hyper obsessed with this movie about racial injustice in the 60s? about football you don't play football you're not you don't even watch that much football but like you love this movie so much I don't know why like I just really loved it um and yes my 10th birthday party was remember the Titans scene I love it it's a foreshadowing to the future also yeah. how cute is the little girl the coach's daughter Penetier is so good um, yeah what's her name in the movie um I can't think of I just can see her curly hair and how she yeah she's so cute is so passionate and fiery. I love it. Yeah, I know. She's so great. And her interactions with Coach Boone's daughter are really yes. funny. I love the It's so good. Yes. Um, okay. And favorite current team? Like for current football, like college football? And then are you allowed to say this? Or are you like, I try to yeah. stay neutral in all things? I do try and stay neutral. Um, but I, I feel like I can say college football go Cougs. Like I, I know oh. it's first word to you. I'm so sorry. It's not, it's not but the rivalry is coming back. It'll be really fun. Yes, hopefully. Um, so yeah, Cougars football. And then in terms of the NFL, I really, I live in New York city, but I cannot claim those teams right now. I don't love the jets or the giants. So I like to claim the bills. Okay. Yes. Yes. And we have, um, Dalton Kincaid on there. Yes. How great is he? The He's so bracelet. great. The bracelet, I, yes. I would die to interview him for my podcast. He's I'm coming to get him next season. I think he's so fun. 
Okay. Well, if anybody has a personal connection to Dalton Kincaid, reach out to Lily because you need to make that happen. I would totally, I would love to listen to that. He's a super nice guy too. You can just tell. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like, yeah. How fun. Yeah. Buffalo bills and their quarterbacks. Very cute. What's his name? Josh Allen. And you know, dating Haley Steinfeld. Do you know who that is? I don't. Should I know? She's an actress and singer. You would know her songs if you heard them. What is she in? She's in the Marvel show, Hawkeye. What else? Okay. Oh, she's been in Pitch Perfect. She was in Pitch oh. Perfect too. I mean, I definitely know that. So You'll know fun. her if you see her. Okay. But yeah, they're dating. So yeah. that's kind of a cute celeb athlete couple, which we love. Yeah, love that. And it's so fun that you cover those too. Okay, so for anybody that's listening to this, who's like listening to this on Monday morning on their way to work. Okay. And I want to be able to chat Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> give yes. them some, give them some like hint or hints or tips. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we don't know who wins at this point, but if the Chiefs win, it will be their third Super Bowl ring in four years. So that's mm-hmm. a big deal. That's yeah. obviously legendary. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey right now are legendary outside of their wife and girlfriend being friends, but on the, on the field, they just broke a record for the most quarterback receiver touchdowns ever in postseason history. Um, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, he comes with a lot of history in sports, but also he comes with this really unique family history. He's got, you know, a, his parents are divorced, but his dad has been struggling. His dad just received his third DUI last week, DWI last week, which is really hard. You, you think about Patrick trying to get in this Super Bowl mindset, but yeah, like hearing that type of family news, that's really hard. And then he's married to Brittany, who's his high school sweetheart, and they have two kids. And Brittany gets a lot of hate on social media. She's like this I don't get that. polarizing like, character. I don't why? Know. I don't know. It makes me sad. It makes me really, really sad. I I think, you know, she previously was outspoken on social media, like she would bag on the refs or she had an instant instance where she like sprayed champagne on an opposing team's fan base. Oh. And that made people mad. Yeah. Um, but she's just passionate watching her husband do what he loves. I don't know. My husband played hockey in college and I was like, I would get into it with opposing fans. Like you just, when the person you love is out there playing, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. And also we love that she champions women and bought the, the Kansas city, the women's team. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's, she's awesome. And I think Taylor Swift sees it. They're friends. They're hanging out. They're besties. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes comes and then he has a brother, his younger brother, who is the worst, (laughs) Um, he, you know, has done TikTok dances, but he's also been accused of some really bad things within the past year. So I feel like Patrick fights this family narrative that is behind him, but then he goes on the field and he really like lets that all fall away and proves himself as an athlete. And it's really impressive to see. He's really, really good. Um, he's got this insane arm as most quarterbacks do. But then on the other side are the 49ers who haven't won since the 90s. And so that would be really fun to see. They're actually a higher seed than the Chiefs. So they're likely more favored to win. Yeah. Yeah. So they they finished as a one seed and the Chiefs finished as a three seed. And um, so 
they, but they had a fantastic season, one of the best records in the league. They have Christian McCaffrey, who's a running back, and he is likely to be the MVP of the season. It's between him, I'd say, and Lamar Jackson from the Ravens, who's their quarterback. And he's just a touchdown machine. He's really, really cool. We had his mom on the podcast a few months ago. Oh, fun. Um, and he's engaged to Olivia Culpo, who is oh. former Miss Universe, a model. Yeah. She's beautiful. Uh, so they're like the perfect couple. And so he's like the star. But also their quarterback, Brock Purdy, everyone knows, was Mr. Irrelevant, which in football terms means he was picked dead last in the NFL draft, which is like pick 200 and something like there's seven rounds of the NFL draft to be picked last means you probably won't ever see an NFL field outside of practice. Uh, but he defied that stereotype and now he's going to the Super Bowl. So it would be insane to see him win after, you know, just being counted out for his skill set. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a, a, a brief little spark notes. I'm really excited to see who wins. I, I have no idea who will. I think overall the Niners are more talented. Um, they have an insane defense led by Nick Bosa, who's in the Skims campaign, Kim Kardashian oh. campaign. And so I would, I think they could take it all. I, oh, it's but hard. how interesting that we've got Skims in the game because uh, Taylor Swift yeah. is kind of like mortal enemies with them at this point. Totally. Yes. Bosa modeled for them. And so did Patrick Mahomes and his family. It's kind of, everyone was like, Brittany, are you turning on Taylor? But they're still, they're still good friends. So, yeah. Well, how cool to hear. I didn't know some of that backstory. And so it gives a lot of context with, it does seem like watching some of these chiefs games that Mahomes has kind of not, his head hasn't totally been in at times. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense hearing that context with his family. Cause everybody knows like if your family life is not aligned, then it's really hard to be your best at anything. Yeah. So totally. That's gotta be a huge challenge, but also how cool that it's kind of like this fairy tale game for the 49ers to be finally going back. So, I mean, so the nineties that had to have been Steve young, right? I don't know who led them, but I would think so. Yeah. He was yeah, in the nineties. I think he was yeah. a nineties guy. So that had to, I think had to have been him. So how cool that they're, you know, going, oh, going for that. And if, if they do win, I mean, you gotta be happy for them if it's been that long. Totally. Yes. Even if you're a Taylor Swift fan, she, she like, you know, her team made it to the Super Bowl. She had an amazing season as a fan, 13 appearances. I have no idea if she's going to be there on Sunday. I just assume she will. And I, at this point, I don't care who wins. She made it to the Super Bowl, which means our content has been hidden. Yes. I love it. Um, Okay. One last question for you. If there's one message that you want the people listening to this, specifically the women listening to this episode to remember, what do you want that one message to be? I think um, that you can be a sports fan, no matter what that means to you. Uh, if the, I, I kind of reiterated this before, but if that means that you love sports and that you played sports and that you know all the rules, that's awesome. Or if that means that you just like to watch the Olympics sometimes, and sometimes it's fun to sit next to your boyfriend and Google who the players are dating next to him. That's that's a form of sports fandom. And really, we're at the point where 
you can't be counted out um, for what type of sports fan you are. Like it, I did, you know, the list how people are doing their ins and outs of 2024. Yeah. Like my out is, is you know, quizzing people on their sports fandom or making them feel less than because maybe they don't know everything similar to you. Um, and I just want to see women embrace sports. I think what I've noticed is that once they, you know, find out this backstory, maybe we'll take Taylor as an example. Maybe they watch Chiefs games because Taylor is there. But then they watch and they're like, oh, this is so fun. This it's is so fun. Really cool. Yes. That's it's what I you. discovered. When I was watching all those games, I was like, wait, this is so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. And I think, you know, we can make sports fans out of women by using these alternative methods. Um, But if you just spit a bunch of stats and facts at them, that's not interesting to them. So maybe, you know, bring, bring in these women through these alternative methods and then they'll realize sports are so fun. They're so cool. And we'll make full fledged sports fandom. Yes. And sports just bring people together. Yeah, they do. It's such a great way to like unite families and create great memories. And that's like what I'm so grateful for with my family or some of my best memories are going to the sugar bowl, going to the fiesta bowl, like going, you know, being like this diehard Utah fan, even though I didn't even understand what like holding was until two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I really, I love what you're doing, Lily. Where can people find you if they want to listen to your podcast or follow you on Instagram? Where are all the places that they can follow along? Um, well, we are on all social platforms. So Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, threads. <laughs> There's so many. It's so it's a lot to keep track of. YouTube um, at the sports.ish. And then we have our podcast, which is on all platforms. And it's also called the sports-ish. And then we have a bi-weekly newsletter. So it's just like bite pieces of sports info on Mondays and Fridays. I did not know that. How fun. Kim, yeah. subscribe really fun. right away. Yes, I would so love fun. that. And then we have we have some merch on our website and we have, you know, some free printables. We have Valentines that you can print out that are sports themed, just kind of sports for the girlies. Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, thanks so much, Lily, for all that you do and for taking the time. Thanks so much for listening to Mint Arrow Messages. We're so grateful that you spent time with us today. Make sure you go follow us at Corinne Stoko or at Mint Arrow Messages on Instagram. And then if you have a second and you love the show, I would love it so much if you'd leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. That's the only way people can find out about us if they haven't heard about us before. So just go tap the stars, leave a rating or a review. If you have a second, we would appreciate it so much.